0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Where do you want to start with the Dallas game? Because I, I I I wish uh, I thought it I wish I thought it mattered more.
2: Yeah, I when your best player doesn't play, there's obviously a few things that are going to go wrong and it seems like everything went wrong and when your best player is Luka Doncic even more than a little bit is going to go wrong and that's exactly what happened and the Bulls torched them it's about as simple as that they hit what was it 19 threes they usually attempt 18 it's not I don't think it'll happen again this season but who knows I've been surprised before hopefully I can be surprised again but I doubt it
1: (laughs) it feels a little unfair. To know how much of a one off that was, because on the one hand, you really want to compliment them for ball movement, and you know they when you hit that thirty assist mark and you shoot fifty five percent from three and everybody's touching the ball, and everything looks great they the deflections that they were getting early I mean they, they had eighty two points and a half, which I think was their all time United center record. It just all we all everybody involved knows not only is it unlikely that they're going to have a game like that this year, but that's kind of what they need to blow out an opponent like that is without a star player. And they got in at like four in the morning. So after a late start the night before they had just played, it wasn't just a back to back. It was a short turnaround back to back. And it was like the opposite of the Chicago flu where usually we look at a team that gets to Chicago too early and has enough time to go enjoy themselves. But I want to laud them and and applaud all their accomplishments and give them a laurel and hearty handshake. handshake. Yes, I know. But, (laughs) but uh, uh, I I wish I thought it was indicative of anything sustainable.
2: It's not. And Patrick Williams hit a few threes and he looked like he was going to be the next coming of Kawhi Leonard for two minutes. And then he doesn't play at all in the really in down the stretch or in overtime against Atlanta, which was notable to me. I thought that he was going to get some minutes, but Derek Jones Jr. ate those minutes up. And yes, he did allow that. He got back cut and we'll yes, he, he missed a free throw. And it was ugly. It was yeah. really, really, really ugly. He, Derek Jones Jr. played great. However, I don't think one. It, I don't think if Derek Jones Jr. is hot, I don't think you need to feed the hot hand of Derek Jones Jr. I'd rather you put no. in Patrick Williams or Javante Green, especially Javante. I'm just happy he's back. But I wish I saw a little bit more of him. I was I was concerned about that yesterday. Closing out the Dallas game, I, I guess we can
1: dismiss it as a fortuitous confluence of events, unlikely to be repeated at any point this season. But what do you call it? A party game, a stat game? That's when everybody wants to get off the bench and get in. And I thought, I actually thought that because it, it was a it was over so early that on this for the what you want as a coach right before a back-to-back is Empty the bench, get everybody out. They can put their feet up and, and and grab some water. Hell, they can have a real drink if they want at that point And and get ready to rest up for the next game. I just I, I guess it didn't make as much of a difference as, as I probably thought.
2: No, it didn't. And it showed. It was so ugly. oh that that
1: yeah, last they, night? Last,
2: yeah, last night. We were you talking about the Mavs game? I I'm just so whatever on the Mavs game I just don't really care okay fine you got a 30 point win but it wasn't meaningful in any way and it didn't show that it's sustainable for anything so I mean I'm kind of just bypassing that I don't really have to I don't yay they won okay fine let's let's move on a little bit I I really don't care about about, I really don't care about the Mavs game it was just kind of oh I'm gonna shoot the ball oh I made it I mean I wish I could I wish they could do that more yeah, you're uh, saying it so casually. It's an NBA
1: game. I mean, and, and I know it, it yeah, is a, but
2: i'm I'm saying, well, not really. They played half the guy. if if it was a Bulls versus Texas legends game, that it that's basically what it was. It was like their g league team, not
1: quite not except quite.
2: for Spencer Dinwiddie, who was scoring a crap out of it, actually. His name actually came up because
1: we were looking at the bulls twenty fifteen roster. 123, 122. The Bulls lose in Atlanta on the second night of a back-to-back, and I I don't know where to start because I can start with what I liked that they did an unbelievable job on Trey Young. You got to win that. You have to win a game when you take him out like that.
2: And that's without Io. It seemed like last year Io was the Trey Young killer. Good And point. he and he goes out with with an, uh, with an injury. Let's just say. Okay. Can we talk about that? Okay. Sure. Go ahead.
1: I think he got hit in the
2: nuts twice on the same play. He, yeah, he, I thought he, I thought he got he took hit a couple on the same play.
1: Like yeah. you don't see that. He, I think he got he got hit. We I think there was like a hand or like a back fist, and then he fell right on Trey Young's knee. So I I don't know if there's such a thing as second impact syndrome for that. But (laughs) I don't mean to make light of of head injuries. I certainly don't mean to make light of second impact syndrome, but I don't think I've ever seen that before. And I guess preliminarily, they say say he's going to be okay, but ooh, youch, no fun. And then without him, they stuck to their rules. They doubled when they had to. I thought the problem was that if you're going to double Young, you can't let them rotate it back to a wide open Bogdanovich at the end of a shot clock.
2: No, and he made everything.
1: That Larry Bird shot in dude, overtime. Dude, I said it and then Stacy said it.
2: And I know, I know. And, I mean, and
1: you looked at me I I said, that's a Larry Bird shot. And then I Stacy only looked
2: goes, hey, at you because Stacy said it. He said
1: Larry Bird would be proud.
2: But he was celebrating like he won the game after every single shot he took. However, he fouled DeRozan mm-hmm. with point five left, even though it ended up not mattering at all because of the aj griffin back cut he's
1: nice so
2: if that was that was a really nice play he's not too athletic but the body control to be able to turn and get a look at the rim Yep. yep especially against an athletic defender that that's not easy and he he did it like he's done it a thousand times but i think you might want to bring this up about how nate mcmillan ran that play against the bulls in the 25th Team it
1: point? wasn't Nate It wasn't named McMillan. Oh, it was, his it was his assistant. McMillan. It was his assistant. Yeah. Okay, okay. Was, fine. It, the, well, well, that's why we were looking at the Bulls' 2015 Team. roster. The assistant's name is Joe Prunty. Careful, he was an assistant <laughs> with, the Milwaukee Bucks, with the Milwaukee Bucks in 2015. And if you remember, it was Jared Bayless who, yeah. who beat Derek Rose. Rose fell asleep completely on that little that that little fake cut. And he came back in. So, seven years apart, the same assistant coach runs the same play against the Bulls, and it works again. And Spencer Dinwiddie was on that Bulls team. Here's the cool part guess who was an assistant coach on the 2015 Bulls then?
2: Oh my God. I don't know. Now I was. Yeah, you I do. Ken.
1: Doesn't matter. He's got a connection to the play.
2: Uh, Adrian Griffin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that that was bad. I should have gotten that.
1: AJ yeah. Griffin's dad was an assistant on the Bulls bench when the Bulls got beat by the same assistant coach running the exact. Is that the exact same play? There are a lot of the 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 Twitter X and O sleuths out there. Some of the Twitter coaches, and they're 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 really really good. And I'm sorry that I don't have the exact name of the Twitter account in front of me, but the it was a really good breakdown talking about the way the eye candy that they did at the top with the, the Trey young double screen and everybody goes screaming around to try to make sure that Trey young doesn't beat you. Cause of course he hit that 32 footer late and he shot, he was a four fifteen something like that. They were up to that point and
2: it, he still made shots when it mattered. He hit that shot, but then he took, it seemed like six more in overtime and you missed all of them. So you can't, when you miss so many shots and you hit one, regardless of the timing of the shot, you can't say that it was super clutch. He was not that clutch. He had one no. shot. He had one shot. Bogdanovich was clutch, and that uh, who is it? Jalen Johnson to A.J. Griffin. Actually, they were both dookies. So that that's that's pretty interesting right there. But ugh. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how this new Zach Levine
1: is going to fit into a, 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 like a fair sort of grading rubric because he makes bad shots. He takes bad shots, but he makes bad shots. And I'm working on, if I know that he's not going to attack the rim the way he did pre-injury, what constitutes a bad shot for him? I was talking to Will Purdue about it earlier today, and, and Will said it's about where and when on the shot clock, depending on the situation. It's one thing for it to be a bailout or the best shot they get after looking for other shots, but sometimes th- his shot is an early in the shot clock, guys on their heels when they're walking it up, and he just raises it up and nails it. He can make that, and I'm still working through it, and I don't know if you have a better idea of how to how to do that but he's the king of the no 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 yes like ben gordon used to be
2: i always think that every single shot he takes his dumb shot because even if it's a good shot it seems like it's dumb right it's he takes such a high volume of bad shots to the point where you just get used to saying no 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 even if it goes in sometimes i generally say no it frustrates me that he's not able to jump anymore i i really don't you think it's better a little bit what, that he can't jump?
1: Yeah, no, but I think his jumping is a, a oh, incrementally st- better than it was. It's
2: not, but I don't think it'll be the same. I'm still, well, I sure, I sure will. hope so. Yeah. That, I mean, obviously I hope so and I'm rooting for it, but they maxed out a dude with a bad knee and he's taking dumb shots. And yeah, he makes them some of the time. But if you, if that's the guy you max out, you have no wiggle room. If that's your guy and this is what he is, you're kind of screwed. Well, it sure it's hurt tough. to have,
1: it, it hurt to have Caruso out that, that a miss, lot. missing him makes such a huge difference, even though they did get their share of deflections. I believe that he and Javante green are either one, two or two one in either deflections per 48 or deflections per minute that their, their efficiency of, of getting hands on basketballs is really outstanding. And you'd think that, the overall defense would be better with with the numbers that they already have.
2: Yeah, he's so important to this team. And I talked about it, I think it was last episode, how it's a struggle when your best or most valuable player can't really shoot threes or mm-hmm. and he doesn't have that much of an offensive output. And it's annoying when you're missing a guy that doesn't shoot and it still leads to you being bad. It seems like every other team, if they have a guy out, either it's a superstar or it's because they make a ton of threes or both. Mm-hmm. Like Brad, Bradley Beal was out when they played the Wizards and all he does is make threes. and yeah, they they're not the same. With, they struggled without him. And Luka's Luka. But if uh, even no matter how much Trey Young is going to miss, there's always just going to be another dude that's going to be able to shoot. And that was Pogdanovich. It seems like... With the Bulls, a guy goes out. It's not a shooter, and yet they still lose. It. They need to be able to score, and they need their more val. I wish their more valuable players were better three point shooters. And well, and, and even though Vuce is playing long. well, it, it, when when
1: when he's wh- wh- like, I hate to go back to the Dallas game, but. When they're starting inside out, that gets them into their side to side stuff. And he's when, when Vooch is engaged, the ball seems to move. Like last year's offense relied on Vooch's hands at the high post. They did a lot of stuff with him at the high post. And now it's a little more classic inside, outside, four out, a little bit more movement with him. And I just think they 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 forget after a while. It's like, okay, we've given Vooch his touches inside. Now Demar's going to do his thing. And now Zach's going to take his shots. And it sometimes you, you, you wish there was more of a reminder of being a little bit more deliberate in what they do and running things through him in the, I don't, I don't mean posting him up for him to score every time, but posting him up enough for him to change the shape of the defense and begin that rotation, skip reversal and get the open three. The the problem is they don't have enough guys to take that open three, and other teams do.
2: Yeah. Will Purdue, this is this was Will Purdue's biggest point last night after the game. He said Vooch had eight after the first quarter and he ended with 13, and that's with an overtime. Right. And when you have a guy that's 6'11, 7 feet tall, that can that is really good hands, that has an ability to score. But more importantly, he can see the floor well, not just because he's tall, but he can actually see the floor with vision and make that that sounds stupid. He has really good. He can see the floor floor. by smelling it, but (laughs) he's
1: synesthesia,
2: but he can he can 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 see the the floor.
1: He's daredevil,
2: but he makes he's he can see the floor when it comes to passing the basketball and it leads to opportunities for more guys to be able to score. And that's when you, yes, you want to have shooters. Stop laughing. I really (laughs) don't get it. How do you see the floor? I do it with my vision. Ooh, good concept. But (laughs) I should
0: try that. that
2: It's when, that's the issue is when you need back cutters. When if Vooch, if you're running the ball through Vooch and I, I I don't see Patrick Williams going from the corner to the basket. He just kind of stands and lopes around a couple of times and he plays defense. So, I'm so torn about Patrick Williams because I think he's an impact player, but he's also not an impact player. It's a huge dilemma that they need to figure out. And I also think Patrick needs to figure it out himself. Like, what am I going to do to help this team win?
1: The numbers on the deflections, Rick found those for us, Rick Camp, our producer and uh, one-man research department. Deflections per 36, Javante and Caruso are tied with five and a half. That, that's an astonishing number. Yeah. That, that's, that really is. And that, that's why when, in our last episode, when we talked about Caruso getting credited with four steals, but he should have been credited for involvement in twice that many steals, because that's just because he tips it doesn't mean he ends up being credited with the steal sometimes, depending on who co- who comes up with it. But, God, they, they need it, because they turn the ball over too much, too. What did Zach have? Seven last night?
2: He, Come on. Just it looked like a G League game. Zach Zach turns the ball over as much as as many times G League players do. Sometimes mm, they, they, mm. they I don't care if it looks less care. It looks like it's less careless because in, in the G League, it just seems like everything's a turnover, but it's fun. But Zach, it, they give the ball up so easily and they'll just get destroyed in transition, especially when you don't have Caruso and When Io gets hurt, you're 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 bound to get crapped. Crapped. (laughs) I I I clap. I I took I took an I took a nap.
1: You're you're half asleep still. (laughs) I I took I took a nap
2: for about. What time did you wake up
1: this morning? What time did you wake up? Four thirty. Four thirty. Because Mondays are going to be tough for this. So you you were on the ice at six, right?
2: Yeah, on the ice at six.
1: Up at 430 on the ice at six. <laughs> and then and then you... <laughs> you're a peach today, man. You can't and, control uh, yourself today. No, it's 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 funny. You got some you got some good ones. I love it. The other note, Javante Green had four turnovers. Zach That's had weird. Zach had seven and green had four and this uh-huh. team's got a value possessions where before we move on and talk about our, our fabulous experience out at the Windy City Fort Wayne game on Friday night. They rolled out the red carpet for us. I want to find out what do you think bottom line overall on Drummond so far?
2: Like if you, are you basically saying give me three words or a three word phrase that that describes it's, a season?
1: If you have one. Uh, but I, you, don't, you don't have to limit it to three. I don't need a headline. This
2: isn't halftime of a Bears game. Um, I don't know. It just seems like he he he's he plays. He 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 balls. It, there's a term that's just F it, we ball." It just seems like every single time he goes out on the floor, he's just trying to be active if he gets the ball he's trying to put put in the basket and on the defensive end he he's great with deflections actually he's gotten into some passing lanes this year he tries to make things happen he tries to make things happen and and he's skilled enough to the point where they matter it's not just an energy guy that can't play basketball he he can play he's he's a skilled energy guy that just wants to play i wish he could block shots
1: I wish, I wish, I wish. And if for a guy that big, he really can't jump, but he can move people around. And it, it the I I don't like thinking of what a guy can't do, but it's I, I'm I'm always thinking, God, if only, if only he could really be a rim protector. And I know I look at him and I I think he's going to be, but he's just not.